Pentagon's top leadership made its first trip to Capitol Hill to defend its 2021 budget yesterday. But much of the hearing wound up focusing on what DOD is doing in this year's spending plan. Officials heard bipartisan frustration about the Trump administration's decision, yep, to reprogram those billions of dollars in defense spending toward the border wall, and at least a hint that lawmakers might crack down on DOD's authority to reprogram the money. Federal News Network's Jared Serbu has the details. The $3.8 billion reprogramming DOD announced this month was all but certain to trigger congressional complaints, not least because it took money away from procurement accounts lawmakers themselves had just plussed up a few months earlier, but also because it was done without congressional consultation. So when the Secretary of Defense and the Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff appeared at their first hearing this year to discuss budget matters, even Mac Thornberry, the House Armed Services Committee's top Republican, voiced his displeasure in no uncertain terms. We are about to embark on trying to write a defense authorization bill for what would be the 59th straight year if it's signed into law. And, and I guess my basic question to you is, is it going to matter? Or will OMB send down a directive saying, we don't, even though it's signed into law, authorized and appropriated, we're going to take away some money for some planes or satellites or something and move it to other things. Thornberry, like most other members who raised objections, said the most worrisome issue has nothing to do with whether or not a border wall is a good idea. Rather, it's about the potential to set a precedent that upends Congress's constitutional duty to decide how federal dollars are spent. This is a deeper issue than the wall. I support physical barriers on the, on the, on the border. I support walls, but I am deeply concerned about where we're headed with the constitutional issue about Congress's role in national defense and whether that is being overridden. Uh, We need to hit on all cylinders in national defense. There are too many challenges out there for us. Uh, And I'm afraid that this, the result of this, will be greater restrictions on the department's ability to move money around, to meet changing needs, and the country will suffer as a result. I hope I'm proved wrong, but I'm concerned about where this is headed. DOD's own regulations say the department is supposed to get consent from the Congressional Appropriations and Authorization Committees before it undertakes large reprogrammings like this one. But DOD does not consider that requirement legally binding. And in this case, the administration moved the funds to its counter-drug accounts to fund the border wall unilaterally. And it was a large reprogramming. This year's appropriations bill capped the total dollar amount DOD can reprogram at $4 billion in its base budget and $2 billion in its overseas contingency operations budget. The border reprogramming alone used more than half of those quotas, leaving DOD with relatively little flexibility to deal with unexpected military needs for the rest of 2020. Defense Secretary Mark Esper took a mostly defensive posture to questions about congressional authority. He says the department only took money from programs that it identified as excess to need, meaning items it had not formally requested in its 2020 budget submission a year ago. We had sources we had to fill, and we tried to be, we tried to be very objective in terms of where we took the sources, okay. and the clearest source was early to need or excess to request. General Mark Milley, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, says he was asked for an analysis of what the reprogramming would do to military capability before the administration moved ahead. In Wednesday's hearing, he did not explicitly endorse the move, but he says he determined the impacts would be fairly minor. This reprogramming of $3.8 billion uh, was not a significant, immediate, strategic, negative impact to the overall defense of the United States of America. Those were precisely selected words. Uh, So strategic and overall. It's a half of 1% of the overall budget. Uh, So I can't in conscience say that it's, you know, significant, it's immediate, it's going to, the sky is falling, it's going to 
uh, be a dramatic decrement in the preparedness of the U.S. military to defend ourselves. We can defend the United States of America. So I had to do a risk assessment. I did that. And that's what I said. But several members said DOD officials' justifications for the reprogramming seem to be at odds with the department's position that it needs 3 to 5% real growth in its budget to adequately fund the national defense strategy. That position has come into sharper focus in the last several days as the military service has sent Congress their unfunded requirements lists for 2021, items they believe are necessary but weren't included in the administration's budget proposal. Adam Smith is the chairman of the House Armed Services Committee. We received, and I would have to add it up, but it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to $30 billion of, quote, unfunded requirements. And at the same time, we found $3.8 billion just sitting in a corner that can go to a purpose that was not intended. It undercuts any argument about the need for resources within the Department of Defense, and it also undercuts the congressional process. I do understand the 1976 emergency law um, and what's involved in it, but this basically says that Congress doesn't spend the money, the president does. And I think that that is a violation of our constitutional responsibility and significantly undercuts the Department of Defense. And make no mistake about it, these decisions have an impact. Congressman John Garamendi says the impact is not just on unfunded priorities. He says they're part of a trend that will do damage to DOD's relationship with congressional committees. He also objected to the fact that DOD did not submit the latest edition of its 30-year shipbuilding plan along with its budget, something it's required to do by law, even though the budget also calls for cutbacks in shipbuilding. The law is quite clear. When you submit your budget, you are to submit the shipbuilding plan. And for you to say you're going to give it to us on your own good time and when you're ready, you are not in line with the law. You should listen very carefully. You are heading for a major brawl with this committee. Jared Serbu, Federal News Network. Check out Jared's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.